Jesus said, Let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Every good endeavor is a gift from God. Here on Faith Marketplace Radio, you'll be inspired, equipped, and encouraged in your work as you hear business leaders share how their faith impacts their work. Joining us every Saturday at noon on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. For Faith Marketplace Radio, here are your hosts, Bob Lambert and Jennifer Villarreal. Welcome to Faith Marketplace. We're bringing the kingdom into business by equipping entrepreneurs, small business owners, and creatives with resources and community to make kingdom impact and gain inspiration for marketplace leaders. Hi, and I'm Bob Lambert, a co-host. I'm the founder of Samurai Business Group, where we coach, teach, and train people on how to sell. We help you put the wind back in your sales. We work with small mid-market companies and individuals to help them boost their sales. And also we work with them for sales management. And I'm Jennifer Villarreal-Reyes, founder of salesfromtheheart.com, which is customized business coaching for life and business with unshakable confidence. I help guide entrepreneurs, coaches, and creatives on how to gain clarity and direction in their business so they can fully step into their God-given calling, sell their products and services from the heart, all while making a powerful impact in the lives they are truly called to serve. So you're going to want to listen up. If you're um, a Christian business executive, if you desire to bring Christ into your business or your workplace, we're going to tie this all in together for you. Uh, We have a special guest and three things that we're going to be focusing on today is easy ways to bring up faith in conversation with someone. We're going to talk about the story of how C-Suite for Christ went from a small local group to an international organization. And then number three, we're going to talk about practical methods to discern God's will for your life. And we have so much more with our wonderful guests. So, Bob, who do we have today? Wow, it is my privilege and my honor to, uh, and I'm exhausted just reading this guy's background, believe me, but I want to introduce you to Paul M. Newberger of fame. He's all over the web. He's all over the website, but he's got several positions going on. He's the president of the Star Group, which is a risk management company. He is also the founder CEO of the Cold Call Coach. You're going to want to know more about that one. He's the founder and CEO of Young Guns Movement. And what we're really going to focus on a lot today, he is the founder of C-Suite for Christ, phenomenal organization, international organization in scope. So, Paul, welcome. Well, thank you, sir. Bob, I think you need a nap after that introduction. If you want to Without take question. It's like, man, oh, man. And, and, you know, he's a young guy to boot because he's got to be a young guy and have that energy, you know, to be able to do all this. But, hey, you know, Paul, uh, Jennifer set you up pretty good there. And as far as uh, bringing up your faith in conversation, I think that was at the center post of why you started C-Suite for Christ, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I like to tell people, Bob, I'm so on fire for Christ, I get a sunburn everywhere I go. And uh, I just believe God has blessed me just like he blessed you, just like he's blessed Jennifer with a variety of talents and abilities. Mine has been communication. I'm an international keynote speaker to boot. I think you missed that in your introduction. I'll forgive you that one. But uh, I, I, because I'm talking to people all day long, I'm proactively finding innovative ways to bring up my faith. I'll give you three very quick examples. I never say the word hope because hope is reactive and hope is passive. I don't hope for everything. Instead, I pray for everything. So if I'm talking to somebody, I hope you have a good day. No, no. I pray you have a good day. That's a great way to start bringing up my faith. Agree. I don't say agree. I say amen because that's what good 
Christians say, amen, alleluia. That's another way for me to start showing that I'm a brother in Christ. And then last but not least, I don't believe in luck, chance, or coincidence. So I don't say I'm lucky to have met Bob Lambert. No, no. Instead, I am blessed to have met Bob Lambert. So just by doing a quick word substitution, it starts a ton of conversations. And that's really uh, been a great way to establish faith connections with other people. Wow. wow, that's really great, Paul. Let me let me give you the flip side to that and wondering how you address this. Some people would say, oh, Paul, you're speaking Christianese and you're going to turn some people away. What would you say to people that are kind of having some of those hesitations and doubts by incorporating some of the, those great tips that you gave us? Yeah, I, I would say I am who I am. And, and I think just to some degree in today's world, you'll offend people just by showing up somewhere. Uh, I, I am never going to let a politically correct society get the better of me. And the other thing that I'm going to know about me as well, too, it's not so much who I am, but whose I am. And, and I got to let everybody know who's in me, who I serve. Now, I don't go out of my way. The one thing that's a good question, Jennifer, because the one thing that I don't do is I don't uh, pass judgment. I don't say, hey, if you're not a Christian, there's something wrong with you. I, I would never say something like that, but I at least want to put feelers out. I at least want to let people know where I stand. If they want to run with it, awesome. Let's have a conversation. But if they don't grab onto that and they don't kind of take hold with it, fine, we'll let it go. But I at least want to throw it out because you never know where the conversation is going to go. Yes. And I'm sure that's led to uh, many stories, many testimonies of people opening up and asking you questions deeper on that. And so I'd like to encourage our listeners, we want to get you connected with some of these resources that Paul's talking about. Make sure that you text us here. That number is 224-404-1988. Include the keyword C-suite. Again, that's C-suite. Or if you're like, wait, how do you spell that? I can't get that fast enough to you. Just say, Paul, we'll know what you're talking about, right? You can engage with us. Yes, we interact with you. You can text us anytime, uh, whether you're listening to the podcast or you're listening to the show live, we'll get back to you, okay? And we'll get you connected. We're gonna tell you about some of those gifts that Paul's giving away in just a moment. Well, you've heard us bring up, and also in the introduction for Paul, C-suite for Christ. So Paul... Uh, let's dig a little bit into that. Kind of give the folks a little bit of an overview. How does this whole thing start? How does C-Suite well, start? Well, what Jennifer had really just said there is true. She said, I'm, I'm sure when you bring up your faith, I'm sure when you use those word substitutions, it's led to some good conversations. C-Suite for Christ would not be here today if I did not do that word substitution exercise. And my life would be a lot emptier because of it, and there'd be a lot less fulfillment out there from all the people that we're touching. So long story short, uh, my jam is LinkedIn. Bob, Bob mentioned I'm all over the place with all these businesses and everything. I got 30,000 or so followers on LinkedIn. I love being out there. And I guess to some degree, it's the parable of the talents. I, I just felt God putting on my heart. I've given you this audience. I've given you this golden tongue, as it's been said before, I've given you these talents. How are you going to use them? Are you going to use them to glorify yourself or are you going to use them to glorify me? Now, this was not an easy decision, mind you, because what Jennifer said is very, very real. This is a secular world to a certain degree. This is a politically correct world. LinkedIn is a secular business platform. There's a lot of people that are going to say Christ doesn't belong on LinkedIn. But I started to step out in faith. I started to do posts that talked about what I believe, why I believe it, what's important to me. Those posts did very, very well. And a number of other Christian business executives reached out to me. They wanted to meet. They wanted to talk. From there, we thought, hey, let's do something about this. And the seed for C-Suite for Christ was planted. 
Wow. That's amazing. Well, I think even just having, like you said, Paul, with people hitting the like on LinkedIn with anything that says Christ, Jesus, sometimes even, you know, God, uh, people are hesitant, definitely with the Jesus. We've seen that, you know, on there. Uh, but if we make it a little bit more general, then people are like, oh, okay, maybe my colleagues won't say anything. You know, they're like these closet Christians at work. Uh, so I would like to encourage our listeners, if you're having any hesitations like that, please reach out to us and we'll get you connected with some resources that can support you. So, Paul, you know, it started locally, right, with a couple people reaching out. And did it kind of start as a small group, or how did this thing start, and then it blossomed from there? Yeah, so it was one of those, uh, like I said, I called these fellowship meetings. These were conversations between me and my brothers and sisters in Christ. We didn't talk about selling. We learned a little bit about each other in our businesses, sure, but but, but there was there was no pretense. There, there was no... Uh, exchange of professional services or favors. We were literally broken, sinful, busted men and women getting together to encourage and pray for each other. And I became addicted. Uh, I, I, I don't mind if you know this, I've never experimented with drugs in my entire life. So I don't know what it's like to have a drug coursing through my vein, but I have to imagine it's like the feeling I got at these fellowship meetings. And I became so addicted to it that I said, man, we, we, we got to do this more often. We got to do this in a more formal uh, situation. So in December of 2018, I got 20 of my Christian brothers and sisters together, business executives, and we just had about a two-hour prayer meeting. I thought, let's do this again next month. I'll be honest. I thought we were going to be a small group that got together at Denny's once a month over a stack of flapjacks, just kind of talking about our faith journeys but because we struck a chord with people, because we executed at a high level, because we kept Christ first, word got out, social media and otherwise. Now we are over 800 Christian business executives all across the world. This December will be our two-year anniversary celebration. All glory that goes to God for that. And we're on the precipice of becoming a nationwide franchise. And it's just amazing to see God's hand at work. And it's been the biggest blessing of my life up to this point. Wow, that's amazing. And so let's say um, somebody wants to get involved, they want to dive in. Where do they connect to do this? Yeah, so I would say one of two things. The most logical place would be our website, C Suite for Christ. One word, C Suite for Christ. Dot com. It has all of our ministries on C Suite for Christ. We have virtual prayer sessions. We have a group called Coffee in Christ that gets together every Thursday morning virtually. We just announced a new ministry this morning at our gathering called Colleagues in Christ. We have prayer requests that you can submit online. It's all there. Otherwise, feel free to look me up on LinkedIn, Paul M. Newberger, and I'll be happy to steer you in the right direction. Well, we'll make sure to also get you connected to Paul with all these resources. And we have some uh, bonuses for all of our listeners. All you have to do is text us here at the studio anytime, whether you're listening to the podcast or live. That number is 224-404-1988. Include the keyword C-suite. And we're going to get you connected to hours of inspiring, encouraging content. And then we also have free admittance for one, maybe two, maybe three. We'll see what Paul decides to give away for his C Suite for Christ two-year anniversary celebration. And we're going to share more about what that is during our next segment. Yeah, and you're going to want to stay tuned because when we bring Paul back, we're going to dig under the covers on one of those businesses also that he's talking about, and that is uh, cold calling. He's a cold call coach, and I know that's uh, interesting. He's got an interesting perspective on that. So stay tuned. We're going to be right back with Paul Newberger.
This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Welcome back. I'm Jennifer Reyes, one of your co-hosts, along with Bob Lambert, and we have a phenomenal guest today. He's the founder of C-Suite for Christ, Paul M. Newberger, and you can find him at csuiteforchrist.com. And so, Paul, before we uh, left for the break here, we were talking about this um, gift that we're going to give away to a few of our listeners uh, about the two-year anniversary celebration. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Absolutely. Yeah. Hard to believe. Time flies when you're having fun, as they like to say, but uh, God has blessed us with two years at C-Suite for Christ and growing. And boy, howdy, we want to celebrate it. So we are going to make this open to a few select guests that uh, Jennifer says have, uh, are going to kind of weigh in on this. So it's going to be on Wednesday, December 16th. So our physical location is in southeastern Wisconsin, but because we have an international audience, it's also going to be broadcast by a live stream. We got a phenomenal guest speaker, Jenny Katrin, uh, who's nationally recognized for her leadership, her coaching, and she's a, a phenomenal believer in Christ as well, too. So, uh, yeah, we would extend an invitation for you guys to join us for a morning of prayer, fellowship, encouragement, a, a world-renowned guest speaker. And then we're also going to have some time in small groups. And our favorite question at C-Suite for Christ is this. How is your soul today? Not how are you today? Not how's the family today? How's your soul today? And it would be a blessing to have you partake in the festivities and join us for what's going to be a very phenomenal morning. Wow. And we're going to get you all connected to that. All you have to do is text us here at the studio, whether you're listening to the podcast or live, 224-404-1988. Include the keyword C-suite. And then we have uh, a gift for all of our listeners. And then a couple of people are going to be winning access to this two-year anniversary. But of course, anybody can attend uh, virtually or in person. Wow. That is awesome, Paul. And we're going to dig into that a little bit deeper here. But also, uh, you know, I got to reintroduce you now. Uh, Paul M. Newberger, also the founder CEO of The Cold Call Coach. He's the author of Secrets to Cold Call Success. I know that, and that was just launched about uh, in June, right, Paul? And you're already in a bestsellers list. So why don't we tell our audience a little bit about uh, that business and that practice and what, what got you involved in that? To do that? Yeah. Well, I tell you what, Bob, I, I don't know if it's because my parents just dropped me on my head a lot when I was a <laughs> child, but I've always been drawn to things that usually repel most people. I'm an international keynote speaker. My happy place is standing in front of a room of 2,000 people talking for four hours straight with no notes and no prep work. Just go. I don't know why. I've just been drawn to that. I'm drawn to sales because it's hard. I'm drawn to keynote speaking because it's hard. I'm drawn to cold calling because it's hard, because it's the hard in life that makes life good. If it ain't hard, it ain't worth doing. And, and I just think if, if you can get very, very good at something that's very, very hard, just think about what an incredible competitive advantage that gives you. Just think about the personal satisfaction, the immense growth personally and professionally. And I'll tell you, I can't tell you how, if I had a dollar for every time someone told me the cold calling is dead, I wouldn't be on this program with you right now. I'd be relaxing <laughs> on a beach somewhere. But <laughs> these people are, are, are just respectfully a little misguided. I think the well, greatest Can you tell way, us a little bit about that, Paul? Can you tell us why people think cold calling is dead? Uh, because you're 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 going to have to convince me on this one, you know, especially being in the online space. So I know for certain uh, markets it may make sense, but tell me a little bit more of why it's not dead. 
Well, part of the reason that I would say it's dead, we'll just do a quick visualization exercise. So for you, Jenny, because you asked this question, but also for everybody else listening, I would just say, I want everybody for one moment to imagine your ideal client, your whale, this organization that could allow you to hit your goal in one fell swoop. Just think about who your absolute most ideal client is. Now ask yourself one of two questions. How many times are organizations or individuals like that being referred to you? Hey, Bob, I got somebody that's going to be a great fit for your organization. Let me make the introduction. How many of those number one whales, how many of those high quality ideal clients, how many of those top organizations or individuals are being referred to you? My guess is next to none or zero. The flip side of that is too, how many of those whales are proactively reaching out to you, are calling you, are knocking on your door? are responding to your Facebook ad, are proactively emailing you. Again, I would say the odds are slim to none. Sure, you write a lot of business, but if you want to be successful in life, it's not quantity, it's quality. Who wants to go out and eat a low-quality meal? Who wants to go out and watch a low-quality movie? People go home at the end of the day, they're all tired. Man, I left it all on the battlefield, I'm exhausted. I'd rather make five strategic cold calls to high quality ideal clients. If they're not coming to me, I gotta go to them. And because I've got a great script that's rooted in human psychology, best practices, it's customized to them. I schedule three out of those five appointments. I write one of those a month. I can go home nice, nice and relaxed and refreshed because it's not about working harder, it's about working smarter. And if you're honest with yourself, Jenny, and your audience is honest with themselves, your ideal client is coming to you not nearly as much as you want. So if they're not going to come to you, we have to go to them. And cold calling is the best tool to do that. Well, I want to make sure if you're listening to this and you're not resonating with what Paul is saying, don't worry. We've got something for you here. But what Paul is saying for some people, it is really, really important for your target market. If you're in the online space, you're online creative, uh, entrepreneur, coach, uh, it, it may not quite sit with you. That's okay. We still have other resources. Don't tune out because he's got a wealth of information here for you. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, Paul, you said, you know, obviously you're a believer in it. You've done it. You've proven it. You've got students of it that have done this and everything like that. But you said something that really is a little bit, uh, you know, interesting because you framed it in a way of doing your homework to a client and that you want to get into and figuring out ways of how you're going to deliver a message to them, not just dialing for dollars, right? We're not just taking and picking up the phone and trying to dial. The other thing I would share with you, you know, because in my method, we don't teach cold calling. That's why I think you're brilliant because you do do that and you do take on the hard task. And so if uh, I have clients that have a proclivity to want to do that, we can also. It's, a, it's, it's really a mix of things. But here's my question to you. You know, with so many guards up today, you know, we got phone ID, we've got, you know, spam filters on everything. Just getting through today, statistically, it takes at least 12 to 15 touches just to get through to an actual human being today. So uh, in, that, in that vein, then, how, you know, just a, a quick tip with your method, how is somebody going to take and bust through when you've got all these, gar- these things that are, uh, you know, standing in your way, these barriers? Boy, wish we had more time in this segment. I'm, yeah. gonna take a deep, I'm sweating over here. I love. Just give this me one of your best tips, okay? I, boy, okay. So, so let me just backtrack here real quick. So, so Jenny also said, why should you cold call? Because so few people are doing it. Everybody's doing social media ads. Everybody's doing online marketing. That doesn't mean that it's bad, but that's a very crowded space. So, if you're one of the few people that are flying into the storm, if you're one of the few people that are actually in this lane when so many people are getting out, there's less competition for you. Let me just give you some quick statistics and then I'm going to give 
Bob, his answer here. 36.4%. Over the course of six years, that's my client's cold call success rate over six years. National average, 5.5%. Here's another one, 23.1%. That's the average voicemail response rate for my clients over the course of six years. The national average is 0.7%. So Bob, how I answer your question there is because we don't just teach the cold call. The the cold call is I got to get the decision maker on the phone. I want to talk to this person. To your point, it's very hard to do that. So we also teach you a voicemail script and a gatekeeper script. Voicemail, how to play good defensive cold calling, where it's not what you say, it's what you don't say. It's not what you put in, it's what you take out. How to pique curiosity, leave them wanting more, generating interest to get a voicemail return. But the other thing is with respect to gatekeepers, I can't tell you how many people say, gatekeepers, I can get the, I can get past the gatekeeper every day. You don't want to get past the gatekeeper. What are you doing? A monkey could get past the gatekeeper if the monkey really wanted to. Some gatekeepers don't care about their job. That's not that difficult. You want to turn the gatekeeper into an advocate. You want him or her to be smitten with you. You want him or her to give you information. You want him or her to steer you in the right direction, especially if the decision maker isn't there. So we teach you those scripts. To give, to give Bob his uh, moment in the sun here, here here's my, my tip that I want to give everybody. You start doing this right away, you're going to get further in your cold call than you ever thought possible. Here's how most people start their cold call. Good afternoon, Bob. My name is Paul Neuberger, founder of The Cold Call Coach. Just wanted to see if you're happy with your current cold call success rate. <laughs> Death. Silence. <laughs> Four-letter words that can't be repeated on a program like this because you've identified yourself as a salesperson. You didn't say you were selling anything, but that's how all sales calls start. What if you just got rid of those things? What if you got rid of my name is? Because my name is signifies we've never had a conversation. Therefore, it must be a sales call. What if you stop leading with your organization? Because if I lead with the organization, I'm saying this is a professional call by professional Paul. Hey, that rhymed. I'm here all night. And what also if I lead with my title, founder? Again, now I'm defining it as professional me. You have to say all that stuff, say it towards the end of the script. You don't have to say all that in the beginning. Rather than that, what if I just said this? Good afternoon, Bob. Paul Neuberger. How you been? (laughs) Good morning, Paul. Or in this case, good morning, Bob. Paul Neuberger. What's new? All I'm trying to do is pique curiosity and buy time. I sound like I could be a friend. I sound like I know you. I didn't spend 15 seconds to introduce myself. I now got Bob going, hi, Paul. And in his head, he's going, how do I know this guy? Green light to proceed. The next part of the script, I do the same thing. Pique curiosity, buy time. Pique curiosity, buy time. Next thing you know, the script is over and we've got uh, a winning formula there. It's all how you get out of the batter's box and you got to stop sounding like a salesperson right off the bat. Otherwise, you have no chance. Okay. <laughs> this is really great, Paul and Neuberger. <laughs> Lots of great tips. Um, we want to make sure our listeners get connected with you. So make sure you text us here at 224-404-1988. Include the keyword C-suite. We'll get you connected. And everything that Paul was just sharing with us was more about the cold uh, called coach. And then also, if you're not B2B and you want to have uh, this warm audience, cold calling is not your thing, make sure you message us. Bob and I have a lot of resources for you. Me with founder of Sales from the Heart, Bob with Samurai Business Group. We're going to get you connected into a place that best resonates with you. So make sure that you connect with us. Yes. Go out and visit our website too. We got some brilliant things that are coming along. Listen, um, we're going to be back here with Paul M. Newberger and the next segment We're going to dig a little deeper into C-Suite for Christ. Also, we're going to have a conversation about how do you incorporate your faith in work? 
Uh, that's what this show is about. But Paul's got some tips for us. We'll be right back. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here again with Paul M. Newberger. Uh, I'm only going to introduce one thing here. He is the founder and CEO of CC Suite for Christ. That's the, one of the main topics we're talking about today because this is this is phenomenal. In two years' time, he's gone international with this program that started out as a tiny little group of interests, and then it just it just went out there virally. He also, I think, demonstrate how bold he is about his faith by sharing that on LinkedIn. And I think that's something that is really profound because a lot of a lot of people don't want to do that. Don't want to. They bifurcate their life. They're Christian on Sunday, and then there's something else on you know uh, Monday through Saturday. So I think Paul has really put all those together. And I want to dig a little deeper, Paul, into uh, CCE for Christ because you've now expanded the the offerings there. Let's talk about a few of those things and. And what does that do for the people that are in the group? You know, these some of these things that you guys bring out. Yeah, so it's interesting. So before I answer that question directly, Bob, it's interesting what you said about how a lot of people don't want to do that. How a lot of people don't want to talk about their faith on LinkedIn. How a lot of people don't want to step outside of their comfort zone. For me, I've never looked at it as a want. I'm called to do it. We Got as it. Christians are called to do this. I mean, if you read the good book, Jesus doesn't say, God doesn't say, Hey, talk about me if you feel comfortable doing so. He doesn't say, talk about me if it's convenient for you and you're not afraid that you're going to offend anybody. No, no, we're supposed to get on the rooftops and shout our faith from the rooftops. Think about that as a visual. So, so just for the record, it's not so much that I want to do it. I feel called to do it. And based on how well this has worked up to this point, I would invite others to say there is a thirst for Christ on social media, and I intend to give these individuals something to drink. And I think you're going to see just as much success in that regard. So what I'll say real quick is in terms of the ministries, yeah, we just used to get together the third Wednesday of every month. But you know what the the mark of a good entrepreneur is, the mark of a good business owner is, not saying this to build myself up, but you, 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 you meet the demand that's out there with some kind of supply. You don't force the issue. You don't just put a square peg in the round hole. And our, our members, our guests, we're clamoring for more. It's like the Blue Oyster Cult. I need more cowbell. It's I need more C-suite for Christ. What are we going to do about this? So every other week, we have virtual prayer sessions where our membership can submit prayer requests on the C-Suite for Christ website. And it's lonely at the top, especially with what's going on with this COVID, my goodness, and this disruption. So to, 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 to pray for each other, to lift these intentions up to the Heavenly Father that we have, what a blessing that is. We have coffee in Christ every Thursday morning for an hour, 8 to 9 Central. No agenda, no RSVP. Let's just ask how our soul's doing and talk. We have Colleagues in Christ, which we just announced uh, just a little while ago. It's a mentorship program. It's a Christian accountability program to make sure that we're there for each other and helping each other. And I'm very happy to say that just in a matter of weeks, we're going to be unveiling the C-Suite for Christ swag store. We're going to have C-Suite for Christ polos, shirts, hats, pins. Now, this isn't a money-making scheme. This is being done to let our Christian business executives start conversations about Christ. Maybe they're not comfortable saying, I pray you're having a great day or amen when they agree with something. But if they're wearing a C-suite for Christ polo, hey, what's that? Well, glad that you asked. Let me tell you about this group I belong to because it's our mission and our unwavering goal 
to cover the world in Christ. <laughs> I love this. Now, I know it's probably scaring some people. They're probably like, oh my gosh, this is too bold. I don't want to shout it from the rooftop. What would you tell them? What's a, what's a step that they can begin to do? So my first question is, just to be totally direct, whose are you? Who do you belong to? Who's your boss? Who's your father? Who's your daddy? And the answer to all of those questions for me, is my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, my God, my Savior. The, 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 there's no man, no person on this earth that I report to. I just report to my Heavenly Father, and I do what He asks me to do. So for me, it's I can't sit this one out. For me, it's, yeah, I don't feel comfortable, so I'm not going to do it. I have to be comfortable. So to answer Jenny's question directly, if you're not comfortable, get comfortable. But you can start dipping your toe in the water. You don't have to be me right now. And believe it or not, two years ago, I was not this bold. I was not this confident. It comes for dipping the toe in the water. Boy, you look at a pool, you put your hand in the pool. Man, that water's cold. But what happens when you dive in and you swim for a little bit? Your body gets acclimated to it. Next thing you know, you don't want to leave. And it's the, it's the same with uh, the, 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 this Christian theme. So start small and start with what's comfortable for you. Maybe start safe. Talk about your faith to a couple of individuals that know you, love you, trust you. It's a good way to practice. It's a good way to get your pitch down. It's a good way to start talking about the highlights. Maybe then start expanding to less safe people. My neighbor, gosh, I know Ted, but I've never had a conversation about faith. Let me see how that goes. Wow, that worked pretty well. Then maybe migrate to one social media post or so a month. <clears throat> Just take it from a guy that was somewhat skeptical and somewhat hesitant at first. There is an unbelievable thirst for Jesus Christ on social media. There is an unbelievable thirst for Jesus Christ in the secular world. You know why? Because people have put Christianity to the fringes. Yeah. People have told us to sit down. People yep. have told us to be quiet. People have said, you're offending people, and we're sick of that. We want to have a voice. We want to say what we believe. Yeah, especially are, in the marketplace, you know, uh, we've been told to keep that separate. We've been told to keep a personal life at the door when you go into business. And we can't check our personal life and our faith when it comes to business. And so if you don't quite resonate with you're not a, an executive, um, but you still like community, please still message us here at the studio. We can get you connected to community. Bob and I have a community announcement that we're going to be making very soon uh, featuring uh, guests like Paul in there, getting you connected. Um, to the right resources. So text us here at the studio. That number is 224-404-1988. Include the keyword C-suite. We'll get you connected. Talk to us too. You can message us, have a conversation with us here anytime. So Paul, I want to know a little bit more about some um, tips that you have, maybe some methods that you have to discern God will, God's will for our life uh, and for our business, right? So can you share a little bit more about that? Yeah, so just speaking from personal experience, I, I, I felt, despite the fact that I'm on fire for Christ right now, I, I, I felt just recently, a couple of years ago, a bit of a disconnect from God. And I didn't really understand why. I, I, I prayed incessantly. I, I prayed fervently. But I, I, I made two quick, um, I, I guess, uh, I made two quick observations about my prayer life, and that made all the difference. Number one, prayer is not a monologue. Prayer is a dialogue. And the first thing that I was doing incorrectly is I was just talking, 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 talking. Okay, God, thanks. Bye. I'm done. <laughs> I never invited him into the conversation. I was never asking questions. I need this. I want this. I'm struggling with this. I'll see you in a few hours. 
you imagine if you were a friend doing that to your friend, just talking at the person rather than dialoguing with them? Yeah. Once I started making prayer a dialogue and inviting Jesus in, I told him what I was looking for. I, I asked for his help in a few areas. But then the second thing, which is most important for, for me, and Bob talked about this, about how busy I am. A lot of times I'm so busy being a human doing that I'm, I'm rarely a human being. being I, I asked I ask my Lord all of these questions, but I'm never silent enough to let him answer. And it's biblical. God speaks in a whisper, not a roar. So well, sometimes I, I, he does roar when we don't listen. <laughs> but we yeah. don't get to that point, right? We've, we've talked about that on the show before. I know I had that roar through a near-death experience that was not pretty. Uh, you know, um, but I think you really hit on some great things here, Paul, and also tying this back to what you previously said is we can start with some, some baby steps. So how do you really just, you know, create this time to listen and to have this dog dialogue? How does that, what does that look like for you? Just, just finding quiet time, not, not TV, not Netflix. Uh, I'm a big fan of Christian radio. K-Love is uh, one of my favorite stations. And it just feels like every time I put on K-Love or on Sirius XM, it's the message. Every time I put that on, the right song comes on. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll sit there for 20 minutes. I'll listen to a couple of these Christian artists. They're inspiring words. I'll put the headphones down and I'll just close my eyes and be here for five minutes. And, and I remember when I'm in that point, when I'm in that mindset, I'll just say, I'm ready, Lord. Yeah. Well, I think God speaks to us to, through a variety of ways. Like you said, through songs, through worship music. So we want to encourage you to put that on um, through obviously his word in scripture um, and through this dialogue, through prayer, through listening. Um, but I also want to encourage people to not be so consumed with a bunch of content out there. Sometimes we're just constantly consuming and we're not in that creation mode with God. We're not being still. We're not setting that quiet space in that time. And I know Bob has talked about this in the past where blocking out some some time out of your week to not do anything. We had a guest uh, that talked about doing that and that stuck for Bob and I. And lastly, I also want to share um, and remind you because we talked about this, Bob and myself and uh, Carl Johnson of the C.S. Lewis Institute, we talked about incorporating your testimony to share the word of God with others through your testimony. People can't take that away from you. And so I know when I did that, when I first launched Sales from the Heart, you know, eight years ago, uh, I was called to speak in front of a secular audience and I shared my testimony. And that's what prompted people to connect deeper and further with me. Been so. gone towards you. Yeah. And, and, and real quick, Paul, you, you brought up a couple of things. One of the things I found when I really started to step into my faith and be a little bit bolder <clears throat> was to talk about something that I, uh, you know, a message or something that happened at church. If I'm engaged in a conversation that struck me and I'm having that as part of my conversation. Also, when people would share with me, they're going through some kind of trauma. Can I pray for you? And, and here's the tip, guys. I pray for them. I learned to pray for them right then and there. <clears throat> nobody has ever refused me. And it's amazing how all of a sudden something's coming across that you're giving, again, right? That's the gift that Christ gave us, giving back to them in a way that uh, they can relate to because you're praying for them. So uh, how are they going to get some some goodies from Paul here? Jennifer. Yeah, well, we're going to get them connected. Um, Paul has hours of inspiring, encouraging content. So we're going to gift that to you, all of our listeners. Simply text us here, 224-404-1988. Include the keyword C-Suite. And then we have a few giveaways to the C-Suite for Christ's two-year anniversary celebration coming up uh, this year in person and virtual. And so we'll make sure that we announce who those winners are uh, within the next couple of weeks. 
And listen, we're coming right back with Paul and Jennifer and myself, and we're going to talk about some practical methods to discern God's will for your life. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Welcome back to Faith Marketplace. I'm Jennifer Reyes. We have Bob Lambert and Paul M. Newberger, and we're going to be talking about some more tips on how to discern God's will for your life and business, especially when it comes to doing things that are more difficult. So, Paul, what are some of the tips that you have for us? Uh, two things, green lights and opportunities. Opportunities. Just be mindful of what is being placed in your life. And if you're sitting here going, man, for some reason, I've got five speaking opportunities in the last three weeks. That's probably God trying to tell you something. Stop pushing it off to the side. Stop ignoring it and go for it. The other thing is green lights. Hey, you know, I tried that speech. It was well received. Hey, you know what? I started this business. Things are going very, very smoothly. Maybe that's God's way of saying, continue forward. You're doing what I want you to do. Continue in that direction. Green lights and opportunities. Look for them. And when you see them, double down on them. That's awesome. Bob, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I I think that the discernment thing is one of the things that I have to, I'm constantly working on because is this God talking to me or is this something me in my own head? And trying to discern those things, you know, and and offering that up for prayer and trying to really understand is this God's wanting, you know, prompting to do this or is this just me wanting to do something? Um and that, you know, that's that gets tough. To your point, and what Paul brought up, you know, a silent time, and I know Jennifer, you too, time out, put, give some margin so you got this time to kind of discern these things and not just knee-jerk reaction or think this is the way that you're supposed to be doing it. Uh, the other thing too is iron sharpens iron. Run things by friends, other people, uh, you know, other godly people that you seek their advice, that you will take their advice, that you're open to it. Uh, that would be another tip that I do because I, I run things by other people just to kind of check in with them to see if, <clears throat> again, them challenging me, me them ans- asking me questions that maybe I haven't thought about. So it takes me a little bit deeper into what should I really be doing here? Uh, and again, having good godly counsel, as you as we all know, we're more w- to gather, Paul, just be, you know, particularly the CC Suite for Christ that you've started. Look at the blessing that is for people, right? The yeah. stuff that's coming out of that. Yeah, I would just be careful with checking in with too many people and not the people that uh, really understand what you're doing in your business. I had a client message me on that today, actually, and it ended up causing her more confusion and doubt. And she was um, really looking for a way out and not stepping into where God was calling her, right? Because it was challenging, because it was difficult. And so really, we have to remember that God qualifies us, that we don't need to be fully qualified in order to step up and move forward. And that's where, you know... The, the blessings come in. That's where, you know, we give God praise for everything first. And so a lot of times I was taught in the industry to do sales, do marketing, do messaging a certain way. And God was saying, stop it. Stop. Allow the Holy Spirit to, to just flow through and allow yourself to speak in front of the audience that you're meant to serve. Right. And when I did that, that's when I shared my testimony. That's when other people said, oh, my gosh, I want to know more. There's something about you, blah, blah, blah. They're not they weren't believers. Right. And so um, I think that's that's really important to to show up in in a way that's honoring God that way. So um what are, what, are, what are your thoughts on that, Paul, of, you know, sometimes people think they need to be certified or they need to be qualified first? No, you, you already are certified. You're, you're, you're covered in the blood of Jesus Christ. You're certified. You're saved. The race has already been won. It's finished. 
You just got to show up and, and be who you are. And, and I think that's everything that Jennifer just said resonates with me. I, I did say that I'm an international keynote speaker. And one of the things that when I first got going in the speaking world, I was acting a way that I thought the audience thought I should be. I should be a little bit more stiff. I should be a little bit more professional. I should be a little bit more like everybody else that I see. But here's the thing. Public speaking is my happy place. I can't contain my excitement when I'm up there. So when I started moving my hands all the way around and screaming and running around, yeah, sure. Did some people think this guy's a little weird? Well, sure. But people started to love it. People started to get addicted to the energy. Now I got speaking gigs left and right. But because I was true to myself, you have to be true to yourself. And when you're true to yourself, it's totally going to set you free. Awesome. And remembering what your what your real identity is. Right. And uh, understanding that it's not about you. It's not about you. You know, if you're afraid to talk to other people, it's you're putting that pressure on yourself. Right. And not on allowing the Holy Spirit to speak through you. Bob, what are your thoughts? Yeah. on? Well, the other thing, too, is about, you know, servant, right? Servanthood. That's what we're put here for, to serve others, right? And the two greatest commands, love the Lord your God and love your neighbor, right? Well, how do you do that? And especially in these times. You know, I've been challenging people right now, particularly business leaders. You know, and Paul, we've had this conversation. Jennifer, you know, we've had the conversation also. You know, young people right now need some direction. They need to see leaders walking, not just talking. They saw this for two and a half decades, this talk and people walking in a different direction. I think we as Christian business leaders, we are called to step up and step into this right now. We have a generation that's coming up. Frankly, it's not going to church. Uh, they don't see real good spiritual leadership, you know, in, in business leaders, even in pastors, even in our churches. And that's not a knock. It's just that's just the reality of it. I hear this all the time. And so that is really a role that I believe, you know, today, particularly when you start looking at this, people, to your point, Paul, get inspired by enthusiasm. They get inspired and motivated by somebody that is getting up there and, and waving their arms and not afraid to do that, unapologetic about that. Uh, it you know uh, that energy just really drives people. Uh, I know I've, I've had that happen to me where I've been quiet or something, and all of a sudden, Bob, what's wrong with you? You know, <laughs> Paul, <laughs> what, are, what are your thoughts on that, Paul? Well, well, one of the one of the moments that really galvanized this for me was, was the moment that I was running a C Suite for Christ gathering about eighteen months ago, and. Uh, I, I do the morning inspiration. I, I let other people talk, but the morning inspiration is my thing. It's about 20 minutes to get us all set and ready to go. And I wasn't really sure what I was going to talk about. And I got a, a, an alert on CNN on my phone. And it said, you know what the second fastest growing religious affiliation among millennials is today? No affiliation. That's right. I, I can't. That was like a <laughs> knife going into my heart because I'm blessed to be the parent of three children, an eight-year-old boy, a six-year-old boy, and a three-year-old baby girl. My kids are not growing up in a world where Christ is not welcome. My kids are not growing up where they cannot love, honor, and serve Jesus Christ because of what society tells them. And my biggest fear, and I'm a guy that has virtually no fear, my biggest fear is when my kids are my age, and God forbid we live in a society where we can't say God bless you, where, where, where Christianity is outlawed, gosh forbid. Again, I know I'm really exaggerating here. And my kids look at me and say, Dad, what did you do to prevent this? And if I don't have an answer for them, that is going to haunt my dreams. Yep. C-Suite for Christ allows me to do that. Conversations with you two allows me to do that. Even just saying, I'm going to pray for you today allows me to do that. This is not going to happen on my watch. I guarantee you that. Yep. Wow. That's truth right there, Paul. And I know yep. some 
people are like, but, but I, I just can't, or I'm scared, or I don't know where to start. Hey, we want to get you connected. We want to hear from you. So please reach out to us. That number is 224-404-1988. Include the keyword C-suite and let us know, right? We'll get you connected to Paul. Uh, he has some great giveaways for you. So we'll get you connected to those hours of inspiring, encouraging content because we've only heard from him in less than an hour. And wow, he's provided so many tips and so much encouragement. So make sure you connect with us. Yeah, and go out there and hit our website too. All the podcasts for going on eight years now, Jennifer, I, I can't believe it, are out there. And we got some terrific uh, business leaders that we've interviewed, other people that we've interviewed, ministry leaders for work and faith. So just go out there. And as Jennifer has said a couple of times, We've got lots of resources. We're very connected to a lot of people. And just being connected to Paul, guess what? we got another 10,000 people that we're connected to because they're all following him. So hey, we're going to be back here next Saturday, noon to 1 o'clock on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. And we're going to be digging into this subject. You know, How do you connect faith and work? How do you get inspired by people that we have on here? How about some tips and ideas of how you can live and have your business be a God-honoring business, you know, for a higher purpose. All those are the kind of things that we want to bring to you with this to inspire, encourage, and equip you to lead where you're at by your walk. We'll be back instead again of, next instead Saturday. Instead of saying hope, say pray. Yep. That's what there you go. Paul suggested. <laughs> instead of saying agree, say amen. And lastly, Paul, what do you want them to say? Instead of saying lucky, say blessed, because you're very blessed based on whose you are. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we're blessed that you're listening to Faith Marketplace. Please stay uh, tuned. And also you can donate on our website. Go to faithmarketplace.com. Thanks for joining us for Faith Marketplace Radio, here to inspire, equip, and encourage Chicagoland's Christian business community. Faith Marketplace is on every Saturday at noon, right here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Listen to past shows anytime online at faithmarketplace.com.